A study in The Lancet helps explain why some people get heart disease and others don't, even when their risk factors seem to be the same. The new research explains it may all be down to the length of the caps on the ends of chromosomes, the telomeres. A short telomere length was strongly associated with a high risk of heart disease, regardless of other risk factors. But the good news is that statin treatment can bring that risk right down. To find out more, I met up with Nilesh Samani. The background to this study is the sort of clinical observation that patients who get coronary heart disease, you know, people get it at different ages. So one of the things we don't understand is why somebody with very similar apparent risk factors for coronary heart disease, why some of them develop it at the age of 40 or 45, and others who look similar in terms of the risk factors develop it much later. And there are some people who seem to have some risk factors for coronary heart disease but never get it. So the question was, you know, is there an explanation for this inter-individual variation in risk of coronary heart disease and the age of onset of coronary heart disease? We know that coronary heart disease is an age-related disease, so it occurs more uh, frequently as people get older. And so the hypothesis we had was whether biological aging, advanced biological aging, is the cause for why some people get it at an earlier age. Now, that's where telomeres come in. Telomeres are the ends of your chromosomes. As telomeres shorten, they shorten with each cell division, the cell recognizes this, and when uh, telomeres reach a certain length, the cell becomes senescent and dies. And so at the cellular level, the telomere length is a marker of cellular aging. And so we've used that as a, as a potential marker of biological aging and measured telomere length in people who went on to develop coronary heart disease versus people who didn't in this study. Tell us a bit about the study, what methods did you use and, and which was the group you looked at? Okay. This is a prospective study and the study population we looked at was a study called the West of Scotland Primary Prevention Study, WASCOPS. Uh, WASCOPS was a, a study set up in the late 1980s where middle-aged men in Glasgow in that part of the West of Scotland uh, who were free of known coronary heart disease at the time but had an elevated cholesterol level, were randomized to either receiving a statin or placebo. The study organizers had the foresight to store blood samples at the beginning of the study from which we could extract DNA so we could do analysis on baseline DNA material. We were able to get uh, baseline DNA from 498 of the subjects who went on to develop coronary events, and we matched these in terms of age and smoking history with uh, 1,058 subjects who didn't get coronary heart disease, and we measured the telomere length in the blood sample that was taken at baseline. And what we observed was a difference in the telomere length of those two groups, with shorter telomeres in those who went on to develop coronary heart disease, suggesting perhaps more advanced biological age. And how does that fit in with the statin therapy that the patients were on? So the other observation that was made in the study was that when we divided the subjects up into those who were on a statin and who were not given a statin were given the placebo, we found a very different pattern of relationship to telomere length. So in the placebo group, as your telomeres got shorter, you developed an increased risk of getting coronary heart disease. In fact, in the, sh in the, se the second and third tertile of shorter telomeres, there was a two-fold increase in risk, a 200% increase in risk. In the statin-treated group, in the overall Voskos population, there was a 31% decrease in coronary heart disease events. But what we found was that in the people who had the longest telomeres, we didn't see any benefit at all from statin therapy. And as your telomeres got shorter, 
then the benefit was substantial. You know, there was a 50% benefit, suggesting that the telomere uh, length provided a marker for those who would benefit most from starting treatment. Is it likely that it's going to become a test for risk factors for coronary heart disease in the future? I mean, WASCOPS is probably the largest study of this type, but I would want to see some further studies reproduce the same data. There are other risk markers for coronary heart disease, which look very strong when you compare cases and controls, but when you add them to the non-conventional risk factors you can just ask the patient about, then they don't necessarily dramatically increase your power of predictability. What I think telomere length and what our study opens up is this issue of why some people may develop it early and why some people develop it later and never at all. And it's really the underlying biological question that we are much more interested in you know, to try and work out whether it provides an explanation for that. But in terms of you know, taking a middle-aged chap and saying, you know, what is your risk over the next 10 years, whether telomere length will add to the current risk factor scores that we have is something that you know, we need to wait for. That was Nilesh Samani talking to me at the University of Leicester in England. For the Audio Journal of Cardiovascular Medicine, I'm Helen Morant.